right. Well, we've got Tracks with Miss Marcy. It's a live podcast show, uh, traveling one, actually. It's a grassroots music uh, podcast show, and we are here in King Carden at the Sugar Shack Tattoo Parlor. Very exciting, as you can see. It's a pretty cool spot, and uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a party tonight. And we've got um, Violet. Uh, what is that? Propel with me. Sorry, I was going to say purple, but you're wearing purple. It's making me. It's making me think of purple and propel. Um, she's going to be uh, doing an awesome set here tonight, and it's a uh, world-renowned DJ. So, Violet. <laughs> okay. I, would, I don't well, know. If, I don't know about that. That might be a little bit much. But. No, you are. <laughs> you are. And well, thank you for joining us. Um, let's get right into it. I'd love to get to know you a bit. Uh, like, tell us about yourself and how you, and how and when you started DJing. It's a really long time ago. I started playing records on my. I started playing other people's records at my friend's place, and I was like, "Ooh, this is fun." And that's pretty much how it started. Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So did you do it like vinyl or was yeah, it? Yeah, I, I was a vinyl DJ initially yeah. and kind of have covered the gamut of things you can play on. And uh-huh. now I'm, yeah. yeah. So now I play all, all of the things now. Yeah. And so how does that progress for you? Like, are you now, um, where, why are you here now and how did you get here? Like, so when you're DJing for bigger sets like this, what's the pro- progression? Like, what, how did your career go in regards to that? Uh, it's hard to, t- like, there's so many details. Uh, I started out on vinyl, and then I switched to control vinyl, and uh-huh. then I switched to controller, and then I and then I switched to CDJs, and now I play all whatever's, whatever's available. And right. I, I guess I decided uh, after playing on controller and, and laptop for a while that I didn't want to be a, a laptop DJ anymore, mm-hmm. so. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so uh, where do you DJ in Toronto? You're from Toronto, is that correct? Yeah, yeah? that's yeah? right. Yeah, so yeah. where about do you DJ around there? Um, well, it depends. Uh, I'm pretty, uh, I guess, uh, playing part of the Architectures crew and and uh, a lot of like so Sunday social alien flux parties and that kind of thing. And um, yeah, and yeah. sometimes festivals, depending on yeah, yeah. But like right now, I I honestly am kind of semi-retired actually. Like oh, I don't okay. even really. It's like it's kind of just fun. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. always been fun to DJ. Like uh-huh. DJing is like a fun thing for me to do. Yeah. So, well, so. you said that. You said. You love music, so it made sense, right? You love music, put music together, make people happy, right? I love that. So when it comes to um, originals and remixes, how do you feel about that? When you look at those two different things, what are the differences for you? versus remixes? Well, I mean, I guess uh, reggae, if you you look at what reggae is about, it's like all about the version excursion. So, and a lot of culture, like sampling culture, like hip hop culture is all about sampling and Remixes are a big part of that, mm-hmm. and I really think that it's awesome when people do amazing remixes. And I also kind of feel like you have to pay an homage to the song. Like yeah. you, to me, if you're doing a remix, you're paying respect to the song, mm-hmm. and so you should do a really good job. Yes, you should make the song <laughs> at least as good as the original. That's correct. You're gonna do. A I remix. would agree with that for yeah. sure. Yeah, and and I think remixes are a really powerful um, part of part of uh, the dance floor because people. I think that's part of what's really wonderful about DJing is like you can bring a new sound to somebody when you're remixing. Mm-hmm. When you bring a remix to somebody, you show them like a, but they can sing along. So it's right. really cool because they connect, people connect with it. Mm-hmm. And it's really powerful when people, like I think that's part of the amazing thing that happens at a party with people when people are DJing and people are singing along. is like when there's a connection because they hear a song yeah. and they know and especially when you can sing along to it, it's really, it's really powerful. Um, moment that you that people Absolutely. can have right yeah. and so so 
Um, yeah, so I think that's it's really great. And you mentioned reggae. So is that your is that maybe your sound a bit? Is that more um, your sound or what would you say? I call sound? my sound dub funk soul bass because it's not I'm not really one genre mm-hmm. at all. Um, and reggae has been some is a love of mine, but I'm I don't consider myself a reggae DJ at all actually because like I feel like people who are reggae real reggae DJs have like a stack of forty fives like this big and they just have a toaster who sits and you know you just slap it on. Yeah. Like I, I mean I've been to a proper reggae party and I'm like I'm definitely not a proper. No, that's and a, people yeah. are like nerding out about the oh I have that version from like whatever and like uh-huh. I'm totally not that kind of right. reggae DJ at all. So yeah, yeah. I mean I love. Reggae, so yeah, um, and I play reggae, uh-huh. and I play dub like dub funk soul bass. To me, is like, it's like all the music, all the sounds that I love. Like you'll hear those elements in a set or in a song. Like mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, mm-hmm. like there's no, there's no, yeah, one genre, I you, and yeah. I feel like there's different tempos and different times and places you have to play music for the right sound and place and. And so, yeah. And speaking of that, so when you are setting up for a set and um, you know putting your stuff together, how do, what does that look like for you? Um, it really depends because like I play um, different time slots and different times and different places and different size sound systems and so I think that um, really it's really important to me to play music that people are going to resonate with. Mm-hmm. I think that's part of what your job is as yeah, a DJ. Absolutely. Um, but at the same time, there's also a certain amount of like, you know, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm like an overthinker type, but I'll just like be like, "Well, it's 4:20, so I have to play 4:20 songs." <laughs> yeah, you know, or right? like I'll yeah. get like into a theme or something, uh-huh. you know? Uh-huh. Um, yeah, or I'll be like, "Well, it's two o'clock in the morning versus it's like Sunday morning versus it's like uh, I hear you mean. Yeah, I have a reggae brunch thing where it's like I'm only gonna play a certain sound during that time that I wouldn't play it to in the morning. You know gotcha. what I mean? So, yeah. and you don't. It's obviously not vinyl, vinyl anymore. It's, yeah, um, or it, is it? Not, for you? not like tonight. I'm not gonna play vinyl. Uh-huh. Um, and but I do I have I have dusted off my record I dusted off my records recently because awesome. I have a monthly brunch called the brunch at um, <laughs> Tennessee Tavern in Toronto um, that we do every second Sunday of the month but that is more like an uh, like a eating and brunching and reggae vibe but um, but and that's been a good excuse to dust off my records because I switched to digital because uh-huh. records are really expensive yes. Um, and they also get scratched or they get played out or like there's like mm-hmm. you go to play them and the turntable that at the club is like hasn't been tuned up in five years or yeah. ten years and it's just like mm-hmm. okay. that would be a challenge that would be one of your challenges for mix sure. for mixing mm-hmm. for mixing things and like keeping things yeah it's definitely Absolutely. challenging and then also I switched to digital so I was playing a control vinyl for a while and it was kind of didn't make sense to send a digital like to a send vinyl. a digital signal through an analog source that the analog source can be relied upon this is getting boring <laughs> <laughs> no it's all but good. but also or or also like the way DJing has evolved so that very few people play vinyl like it's not that very few people play vinyl anymore but it's not a regular thing anymore mm-hmm. so um when you have to show up at a club and be like, hey, I need a turntable and like, can you move everything out of the way? And like, you have to rearrange the DJ right. booth and like, depending on the setup and the caliber of thing, like this not, it's something you have to sometimes do yourself and you're like, feel bad that you have to interrupt the person's right. playing. Like it just yeah. can be complicated mm-hmm. unless you're playing at a proper party, in which case it's so not like, properly like set up. Like what's going to happen here tonight, right? There, I would say that there's going to be a party. There's definitely all four of the things there. And yeah. I was almost tempted to bring records, but yeah, I don't know. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us. It was awesome to talk to you and uh, yeah, get some insight on uh, who you are and what you're going to do tonight. I'm excited.
Cool. It's really awesome. Thanks, Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem. Well, stay tuned, guys, for the next episode. It's going to rock, too, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Stay tuned. All right, cool. Let's listen to Violet Propelled's tracks.
Till we die. 